hello. Don't look. Don't look. Oh no, go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for other people having fun <laughs> d- drinking their d- drinking their drinks and cocktails. Yeah. Good for them. You I'm know. Having, I I'm also having coffee. I don't know why. Uh, um, because it's like I don't know. I feel like this weekend makes you tired. Yeah. Because I don't know. It's a sleepy time. True. I don't know. I don't know. Um. <sighs> well. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Uh. I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. This is the podcast, dude. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Uh, just let that sink in for a moment. We're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna give you time to pause. We're just gonna have a moment of silence for dude that's fucked up to appreciate it, not like in a bad, scary way. No, 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 no. Let's um, not. Let's not. Let's just keep rolling through. No, let's roll. What? Any? Any? What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? What's up? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you? Great. I'm sleepy today. I'm tired. Yeah. Well, you we had you were out of town. I feel like, and you weren't sleeping in your own bed. I feel like that sometimes can be tiresome. Yeah. Um. I don't know if this is like if this makes me a bad person or what, but yesterday we went to basically we had to have a cocktail before we went to Costco, because I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna survive today. Like it's Easter weekend. Like it's yeah. Saturday before. It's gonna be a nightmare. We we had a cocktail. He had a beer, which is fine. I had a cocktail. And then we went to Costco, but it was such a clusterfuck. We didn't even stay. We left. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. It's too, it's too much. Yeah. On a holiday weekend, it's not, no. it's inadvisable. Like there's no <laughs> parking spots. That's how you know it's bad. Cause there's like no parking spots, not even at the far end. Nope. And that's a instant. That's a, I wouldn't yeah. even try to step foot in the store. No way. No, we like pulled in the parking lot, went one loop around and left. <laughs> We're like, we're I, gone. I would just, I would just get a slice of pizza while I was there, and that, that'd be it, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you right now, Costco pizza <laughs> is my favorite pizza. This might be a controversial. Yeah, stance, this is a hot take. Go on. Is no, this is this is a a take that I have had for a long time. It is my favorite pizza. Mm. I wish I could get it delivered to my house. <laughs> I I don't gonna- care. I'm going to tell you something. I don't think I've ever had Costco pizza. And if I had, it was not memorable. Dude, it is a perfect piece of pizza. Mm. All right. It's floppy. It's greasy in the most perfect way. No, pizza shouldn't be floppy. Absolutely, it should. No, it should be the, the crust should be the crust should be crisp enough on the bottom that you could hold it out. I mean, it it does do that, oh, okay. but it's a big, it's a huge piece of pizza, so it has no choice but to flop a little bit. It's just physics, yeah. If it was, a, it's physics. If it was a smaller piece, it would stand out straight, but it's because it's so large, yeah, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. Because it's like and three the, pieces. Let's be real. One piece at Costco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a six hundred <laughs> calorie situation <laughs> for one for one piece of pizza. maybe more. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. Also, do you ever have the chicken bake? No. Dude, you need to live your life properly. I don't think you understand what you're missing out on. Uh, oh my god! The I've just been so depressed the last few times I've gone to Costco, looking at the food line outside because like they make this little corral on the floor out of like lines or whatever. You know, there's just like this little corral yeah, area, yeah. and I just am like, I don't want to stand with all those people 
who are waiting in line to pay a dollar for a hot dog. I don't know. I just like. It's because they're fucking great. <laughs> it's delicious. Dude, you don't know what you're missing out on. Yeah. Go go on a weekday and yeah. just treat yourself to a piece of pizza <laughs> or a chicken bake. The hot dogs are like hot dogs, but the pizza. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a hot dog person, so I've never, uh, it's never been that interesting to me, but. Yeah, I'm not really either, but sometimes every now and then, like when I'm at a baseball game or something, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's hot dog time. Seasonal. It's wiener time. seasonal hot dog eater. Yeah. Anyway, well. Anyway. uh, I think it's pretty fucked up that you've never had Costco pizza. Yeah. uh, Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm really going out on a limb and. This is. But this is why Being it's a passion- hot take. Yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm pretty passionate about my feeling for Costco pizza, though. But the, that's what I I'm saying, because I think this is why it's a hot take, because you're like so – you said you think it's the best pizza. You think – It's it's not – I don't think it's the best pizza. I think it's my favorite cheap pizza. Let me put uh, it that way. That, see, that changes it, because I feel like you were yeah. very um, – you had a hot take. But although – Although if I was to say like I want a piece of pizza right now and like I could have any piece piece of pizza in the world, I would want a piece of Costco pizza. So it is your favorite. I think it is. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's the best quality wise or whatever, but for me, yeah. It does it does it does something for me. So That's fair. All right. Yeah. Own it. I'm glad we talked through that. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Good. <laughs> I know what to get you for your birthday. Oh, boy. <laughs> a limited supply of Costco pizza. Who's catering your baby shower? Costco in the house. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I, if there was a way for that to happen where I don't, I, you could just show up with a bunch of pizza from Costco, I would be so happy. You pr- That can probably Anyway-y. happen. I'm somebody, I, We can figure it out. Somebody <laughs> could pick it up somehow. I'm like trying to figure out how to get Uber Eats to like go partner have a partnership with with Costco, Costco so I can get get some Costco pizza in my face. It'd be so expensive though, because it's like two dollars for the pizza if you go there, but it'll be like thirty dollars if you get it Uber Eats. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. It's just a trunk full of pizzas, and they're just driving around feeding it to people. Ugh. Okay. What a dream. <laughs> Well, I don't really have anything fucked up this week. Do you? Uh, well, I kind of do. Uh, no, we don't have any business, right? I I will say no I added um you can there's like a button to shop now oh. on our Facebook page. Um, oh, cool! And so uh, if people are in the Facebook, are on the Facebook page like the regular one, or did I add it to the group? I can't remember. Maybe I can add it to both. Anywho, uh, you can get to our shop to buy a T-shirt. And or a sticker directly from Facebook now. It'll just link you there. So That's so awesome. Easy. Yeah, that's about the only business, I think, probably. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I was away this weekend um, with some friends and a little mountain, little cool vacation house that we've rented before. It's like this dude who like has a bunch of like – he's like kind of a big kid and his houses are uh, like – they have everything you could possibly imagine that would be fun. Like, oh. d- you know, a full arcade, an indoor pool, a hot tub. Oh, my sauna, God. Like, outdoor putt-putt. It's so much fun. Oh. So this guy 
like decks out his houses and then he rents them out. So we've we've rented this house like three times. It's great. Um, so we had a big group of friends uh, up there this weekend. And we just got home. We were only gone for like a couple days. We left like Friday, got back this afternoon on Sunday. Yeah. And let, so I, we, leave, we leave the cats alone. Their cats are fine. We just leave out extra food and water. Yeah. We have, a, we have an automatic cat box, so it cleans itself. But of course, when we get home, they get so mad when we leave that they they just like fuck shit up like in their and their very cat like ways like I came home the first thing I saw when I walked in the door first of all it smelled like shit because Buddha shit on the floor outside of the cat box to just like prove a point and then and then I look on the uh, windowsill and there's dirt everywhere I mean it's everywhere I had let, I had put a little little succulent on the on the windowsill to get some sun and Milky, my other cat, just <gasps> destroyed it. Like I, I don't there. I didn't think there was that much dirt in the little pot. Like it, I don't. It was crazy, and it was like spread out everywhere. Like he, I don't know if he like rolled in it. I don't know what the fuck happened, but oh. it was everywhere, all over the windowsill, all over the floor. So they, they just don't like being left alone, even for like a day. <laughs> uh, God, they're so rude. I feel they're like- so rude. That's such like a cat thing to do is like knock a yeah. plant off a wi- off a windowsill and then like like make sure the dirt gets literally everywhere just like track it like, everywhere and it was insane I I like I said I don't know that there was that much dirt in the pot I it's like he scooped dirt from the backyard and brought some <laughs> into I don't know it's so weird that's that and I can't dirt. find. And I can't find the plant that was in the pot, so I like don't know if he ate it or like batted it under like a f- like table somewhere. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that's not gonna yeah. feel good coming out. I don't think he ate it. Oh. I I don't. It would. He doesn't eat things. He just like chews on them and then is like loses interest immediately. Yeah. So. Oh my god! But that's that's a that's a fun thing. So oh. anything fucked up with you? Um. I was trying to think of what happened this week in the world. I did I did realize that um you know I'm on this like jur- this like journey to finding Skeet Ulrich hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I've arrived. Uh, I've arrived, but it's yeah. still a journey like it's like exciting. And I yeah, and I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm like discovering him for the first time and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it's exciting and new. It's exciting and new, and like, um, it's an adventure. And I, at your uh recommendation, I followed him on Instagram along with some of the other um, Riverdale people. Um, and mm-hmm. I realized he has a kid who's like a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that made he's me a like a, sad. a dad. Yeah. Why? But oh, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's still. He's I, like, I don't because he. I'm like, oh, he's in his. He's like in his forties, like. But I'm like, when I marry him, uh, like, it's going to be really hard because I'm going to have a stepdaughter and I never really wanted kids. So that's going to be difficult. And like, she's going to hate Whatever. me. Whatever. She's <laughs> she's like probably going to go to college in a couple of years. So. True. Uh, and, it, you know. and I'll just send her to boarding school anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's what college is. You go off to college. No, but I mean, well, like. Some people do. I mean, like, <laughs> later this year when we get married. uh when, oh, cool. And, like, she's still in high school. I'll be like, I'm sorry. Um, You're going to boarding school. Um, Don't. <laughs> I just, like, don't want you around when me and your hot dad have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sure she'd be all too happy to be out of the house, <laughs> no matter what. Um. Anyway, yeah, I don't really care about that, but I just thought it was funny. And then I did watch this. Also, isn't fucked up, but uh, but I watched that movie Game Over Man on Netflix with the workaholics guys. Yeah, yeah. it looks bad, and it kind of is, but holy shit there's some really fucking funny scenes in it i really oh you're gonna laugh oh you gotta watch it if you have time i've i've been wanting to watch it so i'm glad it's out now oh Uh, that's a that's a good one i was crying laughing last night uh perfect there it's just uh i don't know if you've read about this but adam devine shows his peen which is a great (laughs) so yeah that's a great like tagline for the movie um <laughs> yeah they should advertise it like that more they should um but yeah like, it's just it's just fun like what was that movie the mountain between us with kate winslet and idris elba yeah. and one of their marketing campaigns was like they're like showing scenes from the movie and they're and they keep showing the dog that's in it and they're like don't worry the dog the dog lives and it was just like okay i can watch this movie now you know it was like really really good marketing <laughs> i think i i think i tweeted about it because i liked it so much i still didn't see the movie but like i was like i appreciate this yeah that movie looks like good. as a that movie looks good fine i mean it looks very sexy it's a just yeah, it like sexy. in kate winslet what do you want i know what more do you want I, that was the worst part about uh, I Am Legend was the dog stuff. I know. I, Spoiler. Yes. Well, I'm not saying what happens, but. <laughs> but guess. you just like are, I get more mo- emotionally invested in like any kind of animal character in a movie. Yeah. yeah. They're just, they're, and they're like devoted to their, their person. So you're like, yeah. please keep, keep this baby safe at all costs. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, well. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but that movie's funny, so watch it if you want. That's I will it. See. I'm. I'm. A, is is it a good peen? Adam Devine's peen. I thought Adam Devine's peen was pretty good. Is it Adam Devine or Adam Devine? I've always wondered. That. Oh, d- is, maybe it's Adam Devine. I. I don't know. I don't know. Well. Yeah. I like Devine because it rhymes with peen. Same, so. same. And I'm trying to Sticking think of an it. adjective that would be good that also rhymes with peen. All I can think of is obscene, which it is. It's very, it's like very much full frontal. Uh, it is, and it is gratuitous. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. It's so I love funny. It. I loved it. Um, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, anything else? Should we start talking no. about our episode for the day? Yeah, let, let's get into our episode. Oh, should I okay, we sing th- the song first? Yeah, well, this has nothing to do with peens, but we're going to sing a little song for you. <laughs> uh, this song came out circa 2002 by uh, the very talented Kia. Um, all you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. <laughs> you gotta keep singing with me. Come on, man. I don't know this part. I just know. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good. Lick Suck this pussy, pussy just, just like you should. <laughs> right now, lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. My neck. <laughs> 
my back, lick my pussy and my crack. <laughs> We're gonna cut that down a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's the name of the, today's episode, so we had to sing it. Um, it's a great song. <laughs> I just uh, saw that Aaron named our like notes this. Oh, dear listener. <laughs> You don't even know um, how hard I laughed when I read that. Well, it's funny because this the episode topic is about the history of chiropractic. Yeah. So it's very it much is. about my neck and my back, <laughs> but not so much my pussy or my crack. So No, th- those are like fun to add in. <laughs> yeah. Those um, are always a good time. You, but if you get a really woo-woo chiropractor, they might try to fix your pussy and your crack. So watch out. <laughs> they might say your disorder with your pussy is because of your neck and back. Back. Yeah. yeah. They're like, mm, that's so weird. Your third vertebrae is really affecting your pussy. And your crack. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you thought you were going to get away without us saying a million terrible things? Nope. We're talking about dicks and pussies like 15 minutes in. <laughs> Nicole's like silent laughing. <laughs> this is going to be a good, going to be a good one. It's going to be great. Let's keep going because there's only, it only gets worse. Yeah. We're going to roll through this. Okay. So basically, basically chiropractic chiropractic it's called chiropractic not like chiropractic or whatever the fuck you want to call it chiropracticians yeah. i don't know made up words or, um, or like chiro chi- you think it'd be called chiropractic chiropractic <laughs> but it's called chiropractic yeah uh it was started in the late 1800s by a dude named daniel day no not daniel day <laughs> daniel david palmer daniel I- daniel day palmer <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis started, was a chiropractor before he became an actor. No, no, no. Um, uh, This guy, we're going to call him D.D. Palmer throughout uh, because that's what he liked to go by. Um, He started the the whole practice of chiropractic. Um, He was really into spiritualism and mysticism. Uh, which is super popular back then, just like our friend Anna Kingsford. Remember mm-hmm. her? Mm-hmm. Um, and and Manon. just like think of all Manon, uh Think of like think seances and weird esoteric mysticism shit. So he was into all that. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's, it's I, weird. I'm I'm glad you hate the word chiropractic as much as I do because I read that it can be a noun and an adjective, and I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's I don't like it. it. It's it's awkward to say. Or is it a noun and a verb? I don't know. No, I I think adjective is right. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. very it's yeah. It's not chiropractical oh, at all. <laughs> I just made a uh, <laughs> grammar grammar pun. Sorry. <laughs> um, um. Well. Um. So, Dee Dee Palmer. Or then you wrote in the notes, I'm calling him ZZ Palmer. <laughs> he had the ZZ Top beard. He did. He had a weird, be- a weird beard. Oh, yeah. He's like, so this she's got a back. 
She's got back. It needs readjustment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> together let's get you let's get you aligned here <laughs> okay haha uh, good one let's go okay so he was that he is considered the father of chiropractic uh he performed the first chiropractic adjustment in 1895 so he was doing things uh but he was also a, a magnetic healer which uh, in those days and now is considered 100% pure bullshit. <laughs> so like pe- like people who are like practitioners of magnotherapy were like claiming that uh, subjecting certain parts of the body to magnetostatic fields produced by permanent magnets had beneficial health effects. That's not true. Um, it's like... I, I, those I bracelets? Of, yeah, those bracelets. Yeah, like that are supposed to help with like arthritis and stuff. Yeah. Um. Or those. Or bra- there's like knee braces. I don't know, but I think maybe that's more like the copper stuff. Maybe that's more helpful than magnets. Who knows? Uh. Mm. Yeah, but but the the physical and biological claims of uh magnotherapy are unproven and have no effects on health or healing, and none of it's ever been established uh as real. So. Don't believe the hype. Yeah. Um, so he believed that ver- vertebral subluxation was the sole cause of all disease and manipulation was the cure for all diseases of the human race. All. That's, like all of them. Like it, cancer, diabetes. <clears throat> like this is, again, like a snake oil situation. Yeah. Is what it started out as. Um, so... Yeah, he just thought that any if a vert a vertebral subluxation though is like a, actual scientific med, med, medical term, but he was applying it in a way that was like pretty irresponsible. Uh, yeah, he he like thought that vertebral joint misalignments interfered with like your body's function and its inborn ability to heal itself. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so hmm. he um. A lot of people think he stole the, not stole, but like copied off the ideas, the ideas that he had about, that he developed for chiropractic were branched off of uh, the founder of osteopathy. Um, Some people said he studied under him, but he like denied that. But then people found stuff in some of his writings that he did. The founder of osteopathy is Andrew Still. So they were kind of doing the same thing. Osteopathy is, first of all, osteopathy is very similar to chiropractic, but it's actually considered a legit branch of medicine. Uh, and it, it does have its roots in some weird shit, like, because everything back then did. Everything mm-hmm. was kind of wonky because everybody, nobody knew, like, what the fuck was happening with the human body. Uh, it's all, it's the way we look at medicine now, it's it's evolved from some pretty weird shit so Mm. um 
anyway, it, but it's actually science-based and is now well-regulated to stay up to current standards of medicine. And you also have to be a licensed doctor to be able to practice and call yourself an osteopath. Mm. Um, he, <laughs> so people think that he kind of copied off of Andrew Still, the osteopath uh, founder. And then he also said that a goddamn ghost mm. gave him all the secrets to cu- cure people by cracking their backs. <laughs> what a quack. Uh, should it's we, should very we, quacky. Should we mention, I don't know if you did any research on this blog specifically, but quackwatch.com. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I'll get to that a little bit later. Oh, okay. But just like, so when we call him a quack, like this is like a common, <laughs> people refer to him as a quack and it's fine. Yeah, there's, so we'll talk about, like, in general, chiropractic is one of the fields of, I don't even know if you could call it, it's not medicine. No. Because it's not regulated in terms, in the same terms as any other field of medicine. It's not, it's not certified that way. Yeah. Um, it, it is the field that has the most, the highest rate of quackery and a lot of other bad shit um, happening in it. So, because it's not regulated in the same way that it, the medical field is. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's weird that it's kind of, I mean, I guess anything can exist. Like, uh, it's weird that it's allowed to exist or to continue to exist yeah. because uh, it seems like it's so unreliable and. It is a little scary. My mom was just here for Easter and we were talking about it because I was like, oh, I'm going to record this episode. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was always really scared to go to the chiropractor because, like, it's not. It seems really violent. I've, like, seen people get adjusted before. And uh, I feel like if you don't really know what you're doing and there's no real regulation um, and you can just literally call yourself a chiropractor – like, who's to say – I don't know. There's there's no – it doesn't seem like there's anyone running around, like, stripping people of their medical licenses like you – like you, what would happen if you were an actual medical doctor. Yeah. Which these people are not technically yeah. doctors. They're allowed to call themselves doctors, but they are not, not technically doctors. They don't go to medical school. Mm-hmm. They go to chiropractic school. Yeah. Which is totally different. And – We'll get to all that later, but yeah. we're going to talk about uh, just a little bit more about uh, Dee Dee yeah. Palmer. Oh, uh, his name also makes we, me think of um, of uh, Robert Palmer. Gonna yeah. have to face you're addicted to love. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. I know, I really like that guy. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he – so when people were starting to say that Dee Dee Palmer was like kind of biting off of uh, osteopathy, mm-hmm. he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I went to the seance and I talked to this other doctor who wrote a book like a decade or two ago and he gave me all his secrets yeah. in the seance. So it's actually the – so either way, he's just like – Crazy. He Well, he's <laughs> taking – He's taking other people's work and oh. making it his own. Yeah. Even if it is a ghost. <laughs> he, he's a crazy plagiarizer. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. I didn't steal from this guy that's alive. I'm I'm, I'm just uh, making this dead guy's stuff a little bit more. 
Uh, I'm putting it out there. So, yeah, he was a wild dude. Um, Let's talk about the the very first adjustment. Yes, this is interesting. This is all part of the lore. Yeah. Um, Because you said uh, this all kind of like came to be in 1895. And that's because he like met this guy. Uh, who he, he uh, there was a janitor, and his name was um, Harvey Lillard. Lillard, no yeah. relation to Matthew Lillard of Scream, who who is one degree removed from my new boyfriend Ski Ulrich. Um, <laughs> so he um, he was a janitor on the same block as Palmer's office building, and he'd been deaf for 17 years, and he wasn't born deaf or anything. Deaf. Deaf. De- like, he had no hearing. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And, um, and he, sorry, it's my braces. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so he, uh, had said that, uh, it just happened all of a sudden and he was doing custodial work and like, you know, lifting things or whatever, cleaning things. It was always kind of hunched down and Dee Dee Palmer's like, Oh, well this is a clearly connected to like your Quasimodo posture and like you hunch back in it around cleaning all the stuff. Why don't we just like try and like adjust your back? And so he like basically just like cracked his back or something and the guy's hearing came back. Yeah, and he's like, "That's the that's the story." <laughs> uh, right, but I mean, who's to say? But then there's like the um, Dee Dee Palmer's daughter later on, in, in years later, said that the anecdote was really <laughs> that there was like a funny joke was told, and there he was like Dee Dee Palmer was standing around with uh, Harvey Lillard, and he slapped him on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then his hearing came back, and that's how, how it happened. <laughs> Either like, way, oh, Harvey, you old so and so, whap. Yeah. Like, oh, God. and he's like, oh, I can hear again. Like <laughs> it's all. Either way, yeah, it's all. That stupid. just shook some earwax loose, and he probably it was probably like so <laughs> severe. Oh God! What? Uh, I I just love like in his biography, he he like wrote a biography. You could read the like biography from his book the chiropractor's adjuster it's published online but i just like love how he's like i'm just gonna read like his philosophy about this one question was always uppermost in my mind in my search for the cause of disease i desired to know why one person was ailing and his associate eating at the same table working in the same shop at the same bench was not why what difference was there in the two persons that caused one to have pneumonia katara typhoid or rheumatism while his partner similarly similarly situated escaped why the question had worried thousands for centuries and it was answered in september 1895 <laughs> oh god when he slapped good old mr lillard on the back for uh, probably a joke about like a secretary and her bosom <laughs> you know it's not it's not your dna and what's laid out in that very complex sequence of your DNA that makes you you. It has nothing to do with that. Uh. It's just, if you could just crack your back the right way, <laughs> your cancer will be cured. Uh. Your, your, your hearing will come back. Yeah. Like, this is like, this is the thing. He believed that a body was a machine and you just needed to 
realign and maintain it and then everything would be fine. Yeah. It, it's – I would love to believe that. That would be great. But that's that's so um, so surface. And, you know, technically people who study disease and, and uh, a lot of – you know, who are actual doctors and figuring out how disease works, like cancer mm-hmm. – there is there's like mechanisms within your 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 DNA that they can they've started to try to figure out how to manipulate and change and are working on that to be the the thing that changes and cures your your cancer but it's not going to a a adjustment of your neck and back is not going to do it. No. Okay, obviously your neck and back are like um uh, there's still like a lot of importance there. But but your whole yeah. being isn't centralized there, and not everything is like coming from that. You know, I, I don't know. It yeah. yeah. As a anyway. system, your your whole body works together with. Uh, there's so many so many factors involved. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So he was he was just saying all, but everything that he believed in was based on these principles. And so, just so you know, this is what chiropractic is based in. This mm-hmm. man. Um, believing this, yeah. that he cured somebody's deafness by mm-hmm. cracking their back. Yep. So, um, and it's evolved over time, obviously, but what really, we're going to talk a little bit more about him. There is some other stuff that happened with Dee Dee Snyder, or not Dee Dee Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that because then I thought, because I wrote something similar happened with another patient who had a heart condition. Dee Dee Snyder was like, we're not going to take it. Because Dee Snyder, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving him well, nicknames everywhere I can. Yeah. Well, basically, <laughs> though, chiropractic was built on the belief that what was going on in the back and anything that was, like, ailing you was was happening in the back. And it because <laughs> he believed that vertebral subluxation was responsible for – all the ailments, that was what everything was based on. So he also had a weird Oedipal, like, kind of relationship with his son. Yeah. uh, BJ. Uh, So BJ... Can someone have a fucking full name in this family? I mean, they do have full names, but they just like to go by the the initials. It's so, I mean, too many. Yeah, it's like Dee Dee and BJ. Um, and BB and CJ and... BB-8. <laughs> and R2-D2. Hey, listen. My husband's name is DJ. I get it. <laughs> yeah, but you're not EJ and, you're, and your kids aren't going to be CJ and MeJ. Yeah. It's Maybe. Like, it's a we nickname. Yeah, it's a nickname. It's a nickname and it just sticks. Yeah. So anyway. Well... Dee Dee was uh, notoriously paranoid about sharing his techniques and was really reluctant to even teach his own son, uh, mm-hmm. BJ, any of the any of his his shit. So, um, but after he Dee Dee almost died in a train accident, somehow <laughs> didn't die from that. Uh, <laughs> BJ was like, "Listen, if you die, none of this information will carry on. Like it's so important." He drank the Kool-Aid, obviously. He was, like, in into the, this yeah. and uh, believed it was important to, to share it with people. So he had a very different uh, philosophy about how it, that it should be shared. So he persuaded 
um, Didi to impart his wisdom to him. So BJ became a practitioner as well. Um, and they had very different ideas about how to approach it. And so they kind of had this like weird relationship. It was like very kind of like a rivalry, kind of like a – they're just very father-son, very acrimonious mm. uh, situation. So – but in 1897, Dee Dee opened the Palmer School of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa. And that's where he started teaching his stuff like to other people after he'd – kind of broken the seal and taught his son and per- was persuaded to share share the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, he did not have a medical license, and so <laughs> he he got in big trouble. They were regulating that shit back then, and he got sued a bunch, and instead of paying out the money for the lawsuits, he decided to just go to jail. <laughs> like. <laughs> he had the option of going to jail. So he's like, yeah, I don't want to pay any of these lawsuits. I'm just going to just put me in jail. <laughs> so he went He went to jail for a hot second. And then when he got out, he, I think, was probably like, I don't know. I don't know what the impetus was, but he was, he'd been in jail. And he was like, listen, I'm going to sell the school to BJ. So he sold the school to his son. And then their paths really diverged. And BJ kind of took over. Uh, the whole thing. So they had a really even more contentious relationship after BJ took control of the school, uh, probably not doing all the stuff that his dad thought was right. Mm-hmm. Um, That's typical for then, all the family businesses. Yeah. Don't, I mean, family businesses are so hard. Yeah. If you have it passed down to you, then the dad has to not be involved anymore. You just yeah. got to let it go. Oh, and then so once he took over the school, though, their relationship got way worse. And then a thing happened where (laughs) – this is, like, very debated, but who knows if it's real or not. Um, At one Just like all of chiropractic. (laughs) Yeah. At one point, uh, Dee Dee – well, some people think BJ intentionally ran his father over, like, (laughs) in a parade with a car. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it didn't kill him immediately, but uh, like a couple weeks later or something, he died. So, wait, what kind of parade was this? It was like some sort of homecoming parade or something. I don't know. Like, who knows? <laughs> so, like, they're doing um, all kinds of weird shit in the turn of the century. I don't this know. Is, this is so drop dead gorgeous to me. Yeah. It's so, oh. Kirstie Alley. What a film. Oh, my God. That part of the parade is so funny, too. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, I need to watch that movie again. It's Same. one of the best. Um, yeah. Oh. So he has a terrible relationship with his son. His son, like, bas- basically starts taking everything over. And then he gets hit in this parade by his son. <laughs> Some people think it was patricide. Some people are like, it's bullshit. Uh, but either way... Dee Dee died, uh, like, I don't know exactly what the date is that he died, but he died. Um, it, 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 uh, it, is it, what kind of car was it? Was it like a parade float? Did it, like, was it, (laughs) was it carrying like the, the, what is it called when you're the, like, the, (laughs) the grand marshal? (laughs) Yeah. I, 
Or was it just like a flatbread truck with like a bunch of people a in flat the back? Flatbread. Like... <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, sorry, my lip got caught in my braces. A flatbed, a flatbed. I have no idea what the situation was. I don't even know if they've had flatbed trucks back then. A flatbread truck? Uh, maybe yeah. it was like a California pizza kitchen delivery. Yeah. So like it on like David or Daniel David Palmer, D.D. Palmer's like Wikipedia page, it says like it references this book. Uh, from 2008 called Trick or Treatment that says that he, BJ Palmer, ran over his father and killed, like, basically killed him. But it makes it sound like it was, like, intentional. But he died. So he got run over in Davenport, Iowa during this parade. But he actually died in L.A. like a few weeks later. He must have gotten hit pretty hard. Yeah, I don't know. But he, he just – that was a ridiculous joke. That was such a – that was a real dad joke that you just had. I know. My dad was here before we started recording for like two hours, so I feel like I, I absorbed all of it. It rubbed off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he got hit so hard he ended up in L.A. and that's like where he died. But his actual his actual cause of death was actually typhoid fever. That's what it's recorded oh. as. So who knows? So probably not related. So definitely not related. Like I have never heard of anybody getting hit by a car and then getting typhoid fever. So pretty sure that's bullshit. Uh, well, you know, if your neck and your back gets all crunched up in the accident, yeah, it causes all the ailments. So Then you get typhoid fever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we sure typhoid Mary wasn't around serving him some peach peach ice cream? Oh my god. Jesus that fucking, goddamn Christ. She was probably scooping it out at the parade. Fucking yeah. it's a, it's a celebration. well so after all that i mean we kind of shit on it for a while because i mean dd palmer was just a real real character bj palmer he was he was involved in some shit too um but like we're shitting on this pretty bad but like we have to we got we're gonna say we probably should have said this up top but like it's it's definitely like effective for some people and it's 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 definitely not an attack on the practice or people who rely on it because like there are some instances of, and there's studies that have been done that prove that chiropractic can help like, especially lower back problems. Not, not any good evidence exists out there for any neck problems, but lower back specifically, there's been some evidence showing that it can be helpful. So yeah. Well, when I was like looking at all this stuff, I found an article in the LA Times written by David Lazarus last year who like basically has always been a skeptic of chiropractic and was like needing to write an article and he's like, "Oh, I'll go go like check it out and see what it's all about." Um, yeah. and so he didn't want to discredit like the upwards of 35 million Americans that receive treatment every year. Um, you know, and just wanted to draw attention to the fact that they're they're excuse me, there are a lot of legitimate doctors, like actual medical doctors that also get certified in um, chiropractic. So like supplementally. Yeah. Yeah. Like there'll be like a, a, 
a neurologist. Yeah. So they've gone to medical school for a really long time because that's the study of the brain uh, and the neurological system. And um, and so, like, they'll be a neurologist and they'll also be a chiropractic uh, right. So, and and knowing that, like, there may be some connections in the body because of, like, how those things interact, but knowing that, like, just because you adjust someone's back doesn't mean it's going to cure them of brain cancer. Like, right. that's silly. Yep. Yeah. So there there is some, like, le- legitimacy with, with some chiropractors out there, but there are definitely some practitioners out there who are full of shit and oh, will yeah. literally claim that any treatment that they do any chiropractic treatment that they do will cure you of everything so like and there's in the history of uh going back to dd palmer again real quick he believed in he did not believe in vaccinations so yeah. That kind of carried down through the years of of practice of chiropractic. So there's still a lot of uh, chiropractors out there who do not believe in who are who take anti vaccination stances and who do truly believe that uh, chiropractic can cure you of everything. Oh yeah, the 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 same L.A. Times article referenced like three pretty. Like, they have pretty big followings, but they're chiropractors that, have like, are kind of, like, online bloggers. You know how there's, yeah. like, a, There's, Instagram like, personalities. Models. Yeah. Yeah. And they In- basically... Insta-influencers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, yeah, Insta-fluencers or something. Yeah. Um, and so they, uh, they definitely, like, try and sell people shit. Like, you know, like... Um, products that they get a return on or they've created products that they're trying to sell it feels I'm sure they try and sell like some MLM bullshit like it just yeah it all feels like they're trying to I don't know it's also related to the whole idea of like getting rich quick in a way it's or like getting better quick it's like all you have to do is readjust your back like don't worry about diet or exercise or like actual medicine it's so weird. Yeah, they treat it as like kind of a silver bullet sometimes. Like it's like the, you just have to do this one thing and then keep following up with treatments and you're going to have a new life basically. So yeah. it's like it's like a modern day snake oil kind of situation. But that's totally. that's some that's some that's not all chiropractors that are like that. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was this, you know, when, uh, Dee Dee Palmer, which every time we say his name or what I'm like, is that the right one? Or is that one of the ones we've made up? <laughs> I'm um, like starting to think of Dr. Bronner too. <laughs> that guy's kind of a quack too, right? Yeah. The, well, the label the is crazy. The label's insane. I know. It that's... is a manifesto. Uh, it is. There's a manifesto. The yeah, yeah, have you? If you're ever on the toilet and you're like, "Oh fuck, I forgot to bring my phone in or my my book," you just grab a bottle of Dr. Bronner's <laughs> and you'll learn all about everything. Yeah, but be careful because you might join a cult by the time you're done with your doo doo. Like, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was, you know, like uh, Dee Dee Palmer was arrested because people were like, "You can't do this. Like, you can't, you can't be healing people this way. It's not." that's you're not a doctor all this stuff but like an i don't really know exactly how this happened but um but a bunch of 
chiropractors band together and we're like no like we're helping people we should be able to do this and in 1922 um there was what is called the chiropractic initiative act and Mm -hmm. that was passed which allowed chiropractors to continue practicing as doctors but they're not medical doctors like they can't call themselves (laughs) medical doctors but they can call themselves doctors which is so confusing yeah, it's like an honorific title. It's not a official um, medical title. Yeah, and it's and and it is um, they they're not allowed to prescribe anything, so that also right. differentiates them from like medical doctors. Um, and it they passed this the the other way this could have gone if they didn't pass it. Dee Dee Palmer was going to create this as a religion. Yes. Which is so, like, what? So he, this is like where he and L. Ron Hubbard really have a lot in common. It's like <laughs> a lot of ego. And mm. he wanted to not be harassed anymore by like the government basically saying you cannot, you can't give people medical advice without a medical degree. Like you cannot do that. Oh. Um and so he was like he was touting chiropractic as a religion. He wanted it to be 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 protected under the constitution as a religion so that he would stop being hassled. Um and this didn't work out obviously, but it was yeah. like it it gives it a little bit of flavor like the background of it all gets this is where everything gets kind of muddied, but they did pass this uh, Chiropractic Initiative Act in 1922, and this is why they still have some regulation, but they are not regulated as medical professionals. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I think, yeah, that I think that makes sense. Like, it's like it's like separate from that. But the other thing, too, like, let's just add this in. You can – so they definitely have – like you have to get licensed and certified and all that stuff. So there is schooling you have to complete. But yeah. one and of you, the And you other... still – you if you become a chiropractor, you still can go to the, the Palmer School. Yeah. That he and you created. Know, you know what? It's one of the main accept- ones. You know what the acceptance rate is? A hundred percent. And you just pay <laughs> – You it is. It is. I know. know. It's like going to DeVry or something. (sighs) These people are fucking pushing on your backbone. Like, it's like, I don't mean to be rude, but I do. Because just if you're visiting these professionals, make sure they are actual medical doctors first and foremost. Yeah, if they have a supplemental degree, actual medical degree, I I feel like that's a legitimate thing if they're just a chiropractor and they call themselves doctor and they're not really they don't have any other certification aside from going to the chiropractic school i would be very wary i would be seeking out a a a chiropractor that has additional degrees yeah yeah same so um yeah anyway and that aside so there's two two distinct camps of chiropractors out there and this is going to sound kind of sexy, but it's definitely not. Uh, <laughs> you got your straights and you got your mixers. So mm. um, straights are now the minority and they emphasize vitalism, which is like a woo-woo term for sure. Um, 
they emphasize innate intelligence and spinal adjustments and consider vertebral sublux subluxations to be the cause of all the, all disease. Like these are the OG. This is the the they haven't they haven't gone off the path. Basically, they're on the straight and narrow, so to speak, mm. of what it originally started as by Dee Dee Palmer. And then the mixers are more the majority now where they are open to mainstream views and conventional medical techniques. Like they allow for Western medicine to have come into this because a lot of a lot of uh, the original thinking was that all Western medicine was wrong. Uh, like once Western medicine started becoming regulated uh, as it should be. Oh my God. Um, but they, yeah, they allow for conventional medical techniques such as exercise, massage, and ice therapy, which those are all, you know, legit things. So, but either way, yeah, it's, there's, you, even with these two camps of people, still a lot of room for fuckery. So, (laughs) so much fuckery. It all, it's like reminding me so much of Dr. Kellogg. Oh, I know. Right. I feel like, like, yeah. What if he like guest starred at the at the sand at some point? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was like, I don't want to. Or maybe he was like, I don't like the Kellogg brothers because there's just way too much going into this. Like you want that silver bullet of immediate relief. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like oh, you have heartburn. It's not because of all the meat and stuff that you're eating, and like you should like. Like keep masturbating and eating whatever you want. Let me just crack your back; it'll be fine. You're gonna be, you're gonna feel so much better instead of going going to the Kellogg Brothers, uh, weird fucking sanitarium and and wearing I don't know and wearing all, like a giant adult diaper. It's like yeah, head, to, head a, a, to toe diaper. Yeah, and doing calisthenics and getting water enemas. So oh. who knows? This is essentially the backbone of chiropractic. <laughs> i'm done are we done no yeah Uh, (laughs) um and like they're saying that this this um vertebral subluxation cannot be seen like they take x-rays of it and like maybe you can get a read on it but like you could also feel it like if you're a train if you're a trained chiropractor and like and that's how you know, like, where to put pressure or, like, what needs to be fixed. But it reminds me – but, like, there's no science behind this at all. Like, it can't be replicated. None no. of these results can ever be replicated. And it feels very, like, color of your aura to me. Yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Well, they, they use a some, – some chiropractors have, like, this tool that they say that has been used by NASA to, like uh, – show i don't know whatever like some sort of i don't even know they're they're trying to introduce this this scientific um instrument into their practice but it's actually it it was something that was developed by nasa that they claim was used to evaluate astronauts after they came back from space but that's like not at all what the application of it was for it was yeah it's like like, it's probably like a fucking trash compactor or something for the space shuttle (laughs) yeah (laughs) no it NASA uses this on the spaceships. Yeah, and and NASA's like, yeah, no, that's we don't we can't look at a spine with that. So, what? <laughs> but uh, who knows? They're like, I mean, that's a pen, you dummies. It's yeah. swag from the NASA space camp. <laughs> 
Yep, yep, yep. That's pretty much it. Uh, well, and then we get, and I, by the way, I've had my aura read, and it, uh, I have a picture of, of my aura, and uh-huh. I, I will post it in the Facebook group because it is fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the whole aura read was very spot on for me, by the way, too. So. Oh, really? Um, what color is it? It's I like a blue, we'll a bluish. I'll, oh, okay. I'll I'll post the picture of it. Um, All right. But yeah, and then so I guess just to like wrap up. So this, if you're wondering like how the fuck has chiropractic like stayed in the mainstream as like a practice for so long and like not been totally you know destroyed as a profession. Because, like, when you kind of boil it all down, it does sound pretty crazy. Uh, but yet again, like, like we were saying, it has helped a lot of people and um, not shitting on that. But there is uh, – I've read in the course of my research a couple articles that push a really conspiracy theory – theoristy narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, so since Dee Dee and BJ both – father and son were both into the occult apparently uh it has led some people to believe that like there there is freemasons and illuminati and all this involved <laughs> and oh. pr- and promoted because it's like they were within these like you know very occulty kind of groups of of people yeah uh and so it the illuminati is behind everything by the way apparently uh, including chiropractic. So, and this is from a little, this is a little ex- excerpt from a blog that I found uh, talking about this specific thing. Uh, and it says, quote, BJ Palmer was connected to the occult world. He liked to encourage the idea that he was a Christ figure. New <laughs> Ager, Napoleon Hill, author of Think and Grow Rich from 1937, considered Palmer his mentor. BJ had prominent Masons and other elite as his per- personal guests. Albert Hubbard. <gasps> I don't know if it's, it's not L. Ron Hubbard, but Albert Hubbard, I think maybe is related to L. Ron. Maybe his oh. son. I can't remember. I don't know. Probably not. Oh. Uh, but this guy, Albert Hubbard, uh, was a friend of BJ's and was the person who pers- persuaded John D. Rockefeller's personal physician to get Rockefeller to use chiropractic care. Later in 1963, Nelson Rockefeller would be the important person to get chiropractic accepted as legal in New York and then appointed chiropractor Albert Sarah to his medical advi- advisory committee. So the implication is that, like, there's a. Uh, like people in high positions that are promoting uh, chiropractors to like, and they're interweaved within the upper echelons of society somehow. So, and that's why, so there's, there's definitely like a conspiracy theorist kind of bend to it, uh, which I found very interesting. And then of course, because it's, uh, because they're involved in the occult. So yeah. It is fascinating. Like, uh, it's just funny. The more topics we talk about that are like similar to this, Mm -hmm. you can see such like patterns of like, oh, it's just these like, it's it's just these dudes who like really believed that something they were saying was true with no background, like no evidence or proof or whatever. Uh, 
And then they just really pushed it so hard. And then they found people because they were very well connected to like buy into it. Yep. And then all of a sudden it just like takes off. And then it's a thing that has survived decades. Yeah. Almost. A a century. Over a century. Oh, yeah. Um, Over a century. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm envisioning now like all these chiropractors like having like having secret meetings and there's like some sort of like mm-hmm. secret society of chiropractors running around and oh. they have – and anybody who's a chiropractor can just like – has like a secret handshake or a ring or some shit. Yeah. And like, ooh, like they have like – it's like all skulls and bones and shit just like what – isn't that a secret society? The, yeah, like skulls. The skull and bones. Skull and bones. Yeah, maybe or that's something. Yeah, maybe that's them. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, um, listener, if you have been to a chiropractor and you've shaken their hand and they rub their pinky finger on like the bottom of your <laughs> hand or something, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. I want to hear from people who go to the chiropractor regularly. Me too. Um, but I've never been to a chiropractor, so I I don't feel qualified no. to to talk too much more shit. About yeah. chiropractic. My, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I don't really know. Uh, I, I've never been. But I was talking to my mom, like I said earlier. And she said – the thing she said was that it always seemed so violent. Yeah. like it's just like – she said there was one she went to that was like way less violent that she found where like the table, the middle part raised. So instead of them like putting their hands on you and putting pressure or whatever – yeah. Or like using a tool, the middle of the table would raise so it would change your posture and then they would like they would drop the table and, and so you'd like kind of fall flat a yeah. little bit. And, oh, yeah. And, and so your it, own body weight is like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know, though. I don't know. And honestly, this reminds me of when I go get a pedicure and the lady is like rubbing really hard yeah. on my like on my like shins or on my foot arches and I'm just like dude do you know like you could mess something up she, they're just like pushing in places and I'm like oh a little more gentle thank you like yeah like I, some oh, people have more more sensitive you know stuff I'm like always afraid of like getting like a blood clot loosened or some shit you know Ooh, yeah <laughs> and it just goes straight to your brain and you die well and there's always and there's been uh, claims that chiropractors have caused strokes before yeah. Uh, because a lot of people will go in with like neck pain, but that's also a sign of a stroke. So what what was really happening? Nobody's Nobody knows. Um, Yikes. But I don't know. I, I, I'm, I have very mixed feelings about this. If, if For me personally, I do have lower back pain uh, and, it's, and it's exacerbated now by being pregnant, but uh, oh. And I know I need to. I know I need to get it fixed, but I've dealt with it for so long that it's just like whatever. But um, I would go. I would go to a physical therapist if to deal with this. Like I would not go to a chiropractor. Yeah, I've never been, and I still am not going. So it doesn't really change my life. Yeah, yeah. I but know. I mean, for people, back pain is one of the number one reasons why people go to the doctor like they get they need to be prescribed like painkillers and then that's it's such a and it's such a misunderstood ailment back pain yeah. is, is yeah. uh that 
um, anything that helps people, like if, if this helps you, if going to the chiropractor is helpful and relieves you of some pain without, you know, you needing to be on opioids or something like then, then Godspeed. But just so you know, there's a really weird history. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and it's a little scary. Yeah. But these people aren't doctors mostly. So yeah. But if you do want to go to a chiropractor, just make sure they have an additional degree and they're not trying to imply that vaccinations are bad. Yeah. Make sure they (laughs) went to like a medical school and also got training in this and then at least you know that they made it through medical school and know something a little bit more about the body. Yeah. I I would anticipate that in like the next, uh, you know, few decades, I, they might discover something like, that's the thing about medicine and anything, any kind of human knowledge, it's always evolving. And this might become something passe eventually um when all the illuminati members have died that are in high up government positions <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding I, I don't know i don't know it's it's very trippy to think about it i had no i knew nothing about chiropractic and i now that i know all this like about the the father of it it's made me question it a lot and it, i always was very skeptical of it because it did seem so violent and unnecessary uh, yeah. But if it and, and if it helps people, then I, God bless. I won't even like if I remember when we first started dating. Pete was like, "Crack my back." I'm like, "No, I, I don't know how to do that." Yeah, I'm <laughs> and, not gonna. And if I break your back, I don't want to be responsible. No, <laughs> thank you. I know my limits as a human. And I yeah. think, uh, but not everyone does, so. I'm not qualified to uh, adjust you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, Lord. Well, I think that's all I got. And those are yeah. like my my final thoughts and feelings. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. Uh, follow us on social meds, DTFU podcast, all the places. And we have a website, DTFUpodcast.com. Yep. Um, we have a we've Patreon. Got, we've gotten a lot of really nice notes from people lately through the website. Yes, that, oh man, I, you know, I'm just so proud of our Victorian Literature 101 episode. That's a great episode. It's so fun getting people that like send us no, a note about it and just being mm-hmm. like, oh, you made me feel more comfortable about my body and stuff because we did not intend to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we were just talking about it. Yeah, so. we just pretend like nobody listens to this, and then yeah, <laughs> as it turns out, some people do, and it's been it's been a, it's nice to hear from you guys. So it is. It's so yeah. Nice. Um, thank you so much yeah. for listening, and um, uh, yeah, follow us everywhere and be excellent. And that's all I got. Bye bye. Bye bye.